You are tuning into the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. If you are joining me for the first time, please subscribe so that you receive alerts every Monday at 7 a.m. when a new episode is uploaded. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and leave me a review so that we can get this message and content out to as many people as possible. Shout out to my Rise tribe, my loyal listeners who continue to rise and vibe with me. If you want to be a part of the Rise tribe, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Restorative Family. Well, you guys, spring is in the air. I love, love, love spring, but I don't think it loves me. My allergy starts flaring up and I am just miserable that first two weeks or when that pollination period um, comes around. But when it subsides, it's all worth it because we have these beautiful blooms. Trees are full of leaves and the flowers are out and it's just breathtaking. Today's episode, we are discussing a concept I think is fitting for the season. We often wanna make changes in our lives, but are not willing to be the change we want to see. So today's episode is going to dive into what kinds of seeds are we planting, right? Because we're thinking, hey, this desired outcome, but are we doing the necessary things? Are we planting the necessary seeds to get that desired outcome, to get that desired bloom? So we're gonna get into that. But before we do, Let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. You know, I recently was talking to a friend and she was telling me that her husband doesn't like to take initiative to plan dates and that he is just not romantic. So my follow-up question to her was, well, are you romantic and do you plan dates? And she looked at me shocked that I would even have the audacity to ask this question. She said, no, why, why should I? What I shared with her is that rather than waiting for your spouse to do something that maybe isn't natural for him, perhaps set a date. Because the goal is really to connect. The goal is to spend time. So the desired outcome, right, isn't really who planned the date, right? You just want to connect. You're feeling like you're disconnected from your husband. You're feeling like you're not loved, that he's not thinking of you. So, you know, at the end of the day, the desired outcome or the bloom, we should call it, is that, hey, I want to reconnect. I want to spend time. So being the change that you want to see, planting the seeds rather than just, you know, sitting with your arms folded, mad because they're not 
reading your mind that you want them to take the initiative to plan the date. Now, I get that, you know, you want to feel special and things of that nature, and that can be communicated. But, you know, get out on the date and say, you know, I really like spending time with you. We should do this more often. We should take turns rather than you never plan dates. You know, again, it is the seed. It is the nature of the seed. So one seed will build resentment. One seed is giving criticism. It's building resentment. The other seed is more solution focused. Like, hey, the goal is I want to spend time. I want to lead with love and I want to communicate with love. So how can we get more time together? And chances are most people will respond better when you lead with love rather than criticism, admonishment and things which you're doing wrong and things of that nature. So I want to give you some more examples of, you know, just kind of reframing and thinking about what kinds of seeds are you planting, right? So when we talk about what kinds of seeds are you planting, we want to be intentional about knowing what the desired outcome is and how we get there. Sometimes we get caught up and distracted and we start planting stuff we didn't even want. We start planting like, you know, let's say we want carrots, but we start planting tomatoes and olives and all this other stuff that we didn't want. So really being intentional about what you're looking for. What's your desired outcome? What do you want to harvest? Let's say we want to inspire others, right? Let's say you want to be a motivational speaker and your calling is to really inspire people. But behind closed doors and with your friends, you participate in gossip and tearing down people. So you're of two different minds. Right. And, you know, we have to be authentic and the cause. So if behind closed doors, we're participating in gossip and tearing people down and, and talking about them you know, we're not really practicing what we're preaching. So we're not motivating, even if, you know, these people will never tell anyone. It's just about being authentic and putting the seeds out into the world that you want to harvest. Because those people who heard you talk about other people, they don't have the respect of you being a motivational speaker if you're not motivating. If there are times where, You're going to take the motivation hat off and participate in tearing down. It's not authentic and they're going to view you as such. So being intentional about the desired outcome, being intentional, be the change that you want to see. So if you want to motivate people, then you're going to have to be showing up in that space all the time. And you're going to have to say no to Sowing seeds of dissension, sowing seeds of gossip, sowing seeds of criticism. Okay, so that's one example. Another one is if you want your children to be successful, right? And I see this happen more times than not. You want them to really be successful, but you make them feel bad when they're not perfect. That's planting a seed of perfectionism and not a seed of success, right? Let's say your child brings home a 98 and you immediately say, why didn't you get 100? This is unacceptable. So the desired outcome is that, you know, you want your child to do the best that they can and you want them to be successful. But when you sow seeds of perfectionism, why didn't you do this? How come it's not good as you in turn make them feel inadequate and the seed, the actual seed that is planted is, hey, 
I'm fearing failure. I'm fearing that I'm not going to be perfect, right? And so what happens when you have that fear of failure? If you don't think you're going to hit it a hundred out of the park, you don't even try it. So now we got procrastination on the table. We have low self-esteem because I'm not worthy unless I can produce a hundred because this isn't good enough. I'm not good enough. And these individuals are actually less successful. You know why they're less successful? Because they have a low tolerance for risk because they're trying to be perfect because that was the seed that they were taught in childhood that if you did not get all of the points, this is not good. Rather than saying, hey, progress, not perfection. We're just making progress. We're going to see what we got wrong and try to get a a better grade or we're going to take a stock on improving our grade or this is a good grade. But being intentional about the desired outcome. A lot of times we're not cognizant of the seeds that we're planting. And while these parents may be well-meaning, the bloom or the blossom, the, the seed that takes shape is the you're not good enough. This isn't good enough. You could have done better. That's the seed. And it's not the seed of success. So being intentional on what we say, how we show up, things of that nature. Another good example is, let's say you want a long-term committed relationship, even a marriage, right? But you often leave relationships when it starts to feel too much like work, right? You're like, ah, this isn't working out. You know, I think we should end. Leading to your own unhappiness, like you're breaking your own heart because the temporary seeds, right? The seed that you were planting were not long-term seeds. Those were non-committal seeds. Those were temporary seeds. Now, every relationship is going to have its ups and downs. It's not always going to be, you know, lovely and a walk in a park. There are going to be some struggles. So if that's what you want, if you want a long-term relationship, getting out when things get rough, it's not planting the seeds of the desired outcome that you want. So I hope that makes sense. It's really being the change, you know, that you want to see. Don't wait for other people to change. You start with you. You have to be me-sponsible. So you have to be responsible for you. That's the only person you have full control over. So what kind of seeds should we be planting, right? Here are some examples of some seeds that we should be intentional about if you want the best blooms, right? If you want the best desired outcomes, we're calling them blooms. You have to plant good seeds and you have to nourish it. If you want a healthy relationship, right? Or let's say you want a healthy friendship. If you want a healthy friendship, be a good friend with healthy boundaries. If you want a healthy marriage or relationship, be a healthy partner. If you want your children to grow up well-balanced, be a well-balanced parent. If you want success at work, be a good employee, a good coworker. You know, you are, like I said before, you are the only person you have complete control over in this world. You may not be able to control the environment or the people around you, but you can control how they affect you, your reaction or non-reaction to what it is that is going on externally. So you decide what seeds you want to plant and nourish. You decide how you want to show up in each environment, in each area, in each situation that you walk into. You decide how that's going to play out. All right. So I have some tips on what we can do 
to ensure that we're planting good seeds, okay? How can we be the change that we want to see? Number one is ask yourself, what can I do to improve this situation, environment, relationship, right? Ask yourself that. Number two, ask yourself, what can I eliminate in regards to my behaviors, my thoughts, my emotions that will lead to me being closer to my desired outcome, the bloom that I'm looking for? Number three is set your intention on the bloom, which is the desired outcome, the desired result. Number four is take action. Okay, so if we were planting things, when we're taking action, we're gonna water the seeds, we're gonna provide nutrients to the soil. So the same thing, depending on your answers to one through three, you have to now take action. What should I be doing? Maybe I should eliminate gossip. Maybe I should start planning dates. Maybe I should have a conversation with my counterpart and find out what it is that they need from me, what I'm looking for for them. You know, really take some sort of action. Number five is monitor. So when you're planting seeds, you want to monitor, you want to check on it, you want to make sure that it's growing and the way it should grow. You want to check in with yourself, okay? You want to check in with others, get some feedback from other people. So how are things going? I made this change. Did you notice this? What do you think about this? And then do some self-reflecting, okay? Six of my final tip is adjust accordingly. Depending on the feedback that you got, but depending on the reflection that you received from your introspection, make adjustments accordingly. So if you were planting a seed and let's say you noticed there were some problems, you noticed that maybe there's some slugs that were getting in there, you're going to make adjustments. You're going to put some stuff in the soil that will kill off the slugs or let's say there are too many leaves or, or flowers. You're going to make some adjustments and prune. Or if it's leaning over, you're going to add twine in the stick, you know, so really being creative and making adjustments so that you get the desired result that you're looking for. So in conclusion, it is so easy for us to point the finger at someone else and tell them what kind of changes they need to make. But it's not as easy to role model the changes we want to see. So when you're taking an introspective look at your lives and you're unhappy with your marriage, your friendships, your relationships with your children, your coworkers, or family, you should, you know, have a look at what seeds you're planting. What did you contribute to this dynamic? Our relationships are always a reflection of ourselves. So look at what kind of changes you want to see. And instead of waiting for someone else to make those changes, you be the change. If the people in your lives do not change after you've made the change, then you have to do some pruning, pruning of relationships that no longer serve you. We discussed this in episode 41. So go ahead and check out how to let go of what is no longer serving you on Rise Station Podcast. So that's what I want to leave you with. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.